it helps. Yeah. It's cute. Maybe I'll buy a flower one because I think this is where we should do the podcast one day. Can you guys see it? I can see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'd make Mariah sit over here because we'd be like, your legs are too long to fit over here. I'd feel like like, uh, Tora in that episode of Midnight Populin. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Kinsey? I know what's up, yeah. Just long legs. Bro, that man, too large to be underneath that chair, underneath that table. Hold on. Let's look up uh, sexy. <laughs> you should not search up sexy chair cushion, Kaylin. I wasn't even looking because oh I was God. currently choking to death. But this is Kinsey right now. <laughs> when she needs to get off the phone, she's like, "It's time to go, daydream." Kaylin, get this off my screen. Some of these are okay. not NSFW. Whoopsies. If you're in the workplace right now, I'm the HR of this job, and this is not appropriate. Fuck that. Okay? <laughs> Fuck you, stupid HR lady. I'm Listen. gonna call your superior. By the way, that video that you sent of Mariah, I was actually, like, throwing up, shitting, and farting of her. Want to be an astronaut? We are in contact with the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, she was so... Fucking serious. <laughs> shooting off in five, four, three. Like she stayed to the bit the entire time, and it was. Did so you see funny. the whole bit next video? Yeah, I watched it all. <laughs> Girl, you I can watched, see me. I just want a compilation of Mariah using that keyboard, saying whatever she wants to say. <laughs> and it like you be can tell, inco- incoherent thoughts. I don't care, but they have to be funny. You can tell I discovered her spelling mistake far before she did, and I was like, motherfucker, you can't. Yep. Maya, I, I will say words that are incorrect when we're speaking to each other, and depending <laughs> on the day, I'll let her know if she does it. And sometimes I don't. I just pretend like she said the right word. Listen, I like One time she that. tried to say, um, initiate, but she said insinuate, so she's telling me a story, and I was like, all right, I'm just <laughs> I was like, it's Juneteenth, and I need some, uh, I need to be reprimanded. Yeah! <laughs> I was like, reprimanded! I was like, that's not what uh, I meant. That's not what I meant. I couldn't think but of I do the same thing. I do the same thing. Like, I said prescription instead of subscription yesterday, because I was speaking really quickly, and Kaylin went in on me. I was like, whoa there! Whoa! You're like, I actually know that's wrong, and I hate when other people do it. If you say one more thing, I might go hang myself. And I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I've just come to terms. Like, every time I meet someone new, I was just telling kids the other day, they always think I'm so smart. Like, Mariah's so smart. And I'm like, just wait until you realize how stupid I am. And they're like, Mariah, you're not stupid. And now I've got you two who are like, Mariah's really dumb sometimes. <laughs> she got her head in the game. I'm like, Maybe she, a little too far. she can, like, think really good, but she's got, like, a third grader translating the thoughts. <laughs> I like, remember what I wanted to bring up for this banter. What? Oh, are we recording? Yeah. I can't bring it up. It'd have to get cut. It's okay. I wanted to do it with the three of us all here. We'll have to group call later. Well, why we can't just... you just do it when we're done recording? Yeah, just do it when we're okay. recording. Write it down. All right. Forget. I won't forget. Okay. Anyway. I'll Google it, and then it'll be my history. <laughs> like, sexy cushion chair. Yeah. Well... You're listening to Post-Credit Depression, where we talk about this week's current hyperfixation. My name's Mariah, and my fun fact is I'm recording from Kaylin's office today. Yep, yep. My name is Kaylin, and I have woodland squishmallows in my bedroom to make me feel like I sleep outside. My name's Kinsey, and my fun fact is that after having my Cintiq for, like, two months, I actually drew on it, and it was really fun. Yeah, he remembers that volleyball is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Told my volleyball? cousin I was going to reread haiku today. He said, you need to figure out something else to read. You have a problem. And I was like, no, I don't. Your Why is he roasting you? No, cousin. My cousin. She said cousin. I like, can't hear because of... Mariah's mumbling. She sounds like she's Sorry. mumbling. He was like, you know, there's a lot of other good media out there, right? I said, yeah, but haiku exists. <laughs> <laughs> Am I like quiet or just mumbling? Mumbling, you're not hey, quiet. Mumbling. You loud as shit, girl. Kinsey, what'd you make us watch this week? This week, I made Talking you to the guys. Mic. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I made you guys watch How to Train Your Dragon. 
It Ooh. appears as though there was not that good of a response what? or excitement. Says who? Says me, bitch. <laughs> you don't Why like that? the movie? I love the movie. I'm talking about y'all. Well, that's what we asked, and we said by who, and you said you. No, I thought you meant like 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 who who's saying that? As in like who who's accusing us? And I was like, I'm I'm accusing you. Oh, you're accusing, but we were asking where's the slander coming from? The Raya. Movie slander. Yeah, Raya see, that's a, that's that there a was ten statement. minutes left of the movie, and she was hoping there'd be something she liked. I didn't say that. I said I had ten minutes left, and you said, Mariah, what did you love so far? And I was like, I don't really love it like you love it. Absolute um, <laughs> slander. Did you not? Slander. Did you not quiver, Raya, when you got to the climax yeah, of the movie? Did you and quiver? Anyways, <laughs> my episode, I find it endearing. You peasants, shut up. Well, Which tell anyways. us why you shared this movie. Why yeah, shut up, you. shut up. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you, Mariah. First of all, you hooligans, this movie is so important to me. Okay, it got me through some rough times, like several other media I will share and have shared on this show already. But I let me set the stage for you. I was 13. I was in seventh grade. I just started sweating profusely. And I started my period that year. And I started growing hair all over my body. It was not a good time. I was confused. I was wondering if everybody else was confused. And if they felt just as uncomfortable. On top of, all, on top of it all, every bitch was like growing out of anything they liked. And they were all wearing Uggs. And they were all wearing Airpostle shirts. And Bath and Body Work perfume. What a time to be alive! Have, if you didn't have one of those three things, as well and as a purse, as well as a beaded shirt. purse from Limited Two, then you weren't cool. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I didn't, I never owned a pair of Uggs. Whatever, that goes into a whole different story. Anyways, it was a rough time. <laughs> okay, and being a little undiagnosed autistic, I was like, fuck, like everybody's changing, and I'm, they're gonna notice, like when I'm not changing, aka not. Um, I like how, this, how to train your dragon uh, story starts off with puberty. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't conforming to what everybody else wanted to do, even if I thought some of the things were cool, like a beaded purse from Luna too. And I was just chilling one day, just Jay chilling. And I don't even know how I came across this movie. I think I saw a trailer for it, and I saw like they showed like a glimpse of Hiccup running into Toothless after he shot him out of the sky and like when you know Toothless opens his eyes cinematically and I was like hold on hold on what's going on I already love dragons and then like obviously the trailer went on showing us what Toothless looked like and I swear to god my brain just like when I played Wizard 101 was chemically altered (laughs) when that design of that dragon fell into my life and I went on a whole rabbit hole of this movie before I'd even watched the first one I said what is this movie about and it didn't spoil anything I just wanted to know what it was about and it was like yeah we have uh, three movies planned in total actually and they will be done by like 2021 or 2022 right that that felt like uh, a future that would never come I don't know when you're that young it's like how can you actually think the future Can't will even come pers- that? you haven't even been alive as like far off as that's gonna be yeah <laughs> yeah I was like mm, sure they are sure they'll come but now I'm here and they've already all been made and I'm like oh my god like it's ridiculous but i was like let's watch this movie so i watched this movie absolutely starstruck the story the characters i felt like i know you guys see me as leo rising kinsey right which is true which is true but my virgo moon absolutely identifies Mm -hmm. with hiccup like he's not sure of himself he isn't confident he doesn't fit in he at least feels like he's a sore thumb you know what i'm saying um, but he also still wants to, like, show up and prove something, too. And that's definitely you, your little Naruto ass. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, I think it comes from a place of, like, wanting to please everybody else. And he's ashamed of the gifts that he has or the things that he could be doing that actually make him happy. Because he doesn't even exactly know what those are. They're just definitely not what other people want to do. Um, and I loved, like, in general, the main story of Hiccup. I felt like he was the human version of Toothless and seeing how they grow together throughout mm-hmm. the movies was something that was so important to me. And I just love the movie. Like I, It's my autistic stim. I like the music. I like the character design. 
and I love Toothless. Like, I would have everything in Toothless if I could. Kind of like... I, I also fucking loved this movie when I was, like, around that age, and I remember, um, for me, like, that, that period-esque time you're talking about, I... I saw the girls around wearing the Uggs and the ugly bags, but, like... Not to be a pick-me. Not to I'm sound like a pick-me girl. I'm just saying I couldn't afford that shit even I if I afraid. dreamed or asked my mom. But yeah. I would come home from, like, book fairs and shit um, with the dragon books that you open up and you'd, there'd mm-hmm. be little envelopes in it and you'd turn it and it'd be, like, scales you could feel on another page and it was, like, a whole encyclopedia of, like, dragons. And this is before this movie ever fucking, you know, touched the ground and I was just, like... So, what is it about dragons? They're not real. It's like unicorns. Like they, at least unicorns know. are a horse. You don't know if dragons aren't real. I don't know. I actually watched a whole um, one of my first YouTube rip memories of being on YouTube, and it was from Animal Planet. It was and literally my aunt Laura walked up to me, and was like, "Hey, Kayla, just to let you know, not everything you see on the internet is real. I just wanted to give you a heads up." And the videos were like, it was a whole series called uh, "Dragons Were Once Real," and like there's they still could be out there. And I was like. And Laura, it's Animal Planet who made these videos. She's like, okay. And I was like, yeah, sit back. Yeah, sit back because this shit is proven. The Megalodon exists and still (laughs) swims the earth today. Um, Yes, the movie. Like, I have, like, I don't know if you guys feel this way about certain movies and stuff, but I have a whole, like, taste, vision, vibe, temperature that I think of when I think of this movie. I can, like teleport myself back in time to when I first watched it and I think besides the fact that I'm obsessed with the movie that's why I stim so bad when I watch the movie because I can literally go back in time and remember how it felt when I first watched it it obviously wasn't Mm -hmm. the first time but I don't know it's one of those things I can still watch the movie and feel just as excited and I'm so happy that that feeling has not left me but anyways it's a movie that seems to fit a lot of your niches I know you love DreamWorks you love you know some nice animations you love dragons you love the like i like the humor. fantasy world of it like there's so much to it that feels very kinsey core oh my Definitely. god i will have to hear more about that throughout this <laughs> you guys think that it feels kinsey core and why girl um, i'd love for there to be more fantasy movies like how to train your dragon and even like the barbie movies like the best fucking era of that was when it was like about fantasy and castles and mm-hmm. pegasus and shit like that and then like they full on took a dip like after fairies Listen. and mermaids and they were like it's high school it's, it's high castles school. so why and i was like do that <laughs> <laughs> yes that was, that was really i want to see what i said that so i think that when something like how to train your dragon comes out it i think for the fantasy lovers the lord of the rings lovers like um i'd love to see more animated cartoons like and i'm not saying all of them and everybody has their interests and in your niche that's like a perfect way to word it mariah but like it, it, it chemically alters you like like Kinsey was saying that shit is so fucking yummy I can put myself there and like I can taste it you know yeah, I, I also agree. I, I think we talk too. about like animation all the time and I think that they it needs to be more like there needs to be more animation that's for like our our age group that gives like the vibes that we did when we were younger if that makes sense like there's no reason why the like, adults can't enjoy animation to the same level as like us as adults watching how to Train your dragon now enjoy it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With maybe like just deeper stories, obviously, because we are not 13. I've told Kinsey the story, and I need to say it uh, just while we're in the like uh, our first impressions when we were kids watching it. Uh, I've told her the story in person, but I remember walking out of the movie theater, and like we all were those little girls in the pool who were like, What kind of mermaid powers would you have? And I remember asking my older cousin, who like sometimes he can just respond as an ass, like it's just the truth, that's who he is. And I was like, What kind of dragon would you have? And he's like, motherfucking toothless of course he's like god those other dragons suck compared to toothless of course i'd have toothless and i was like i felt like so dumb asking him <laughs> that story is so fucking good though because although i i love the other dragon designs because i think they're so like unique but if we're talking about op like if this is an anime they really shit on those other dragons they really did not make them as cool like they made they made toothless oh look i have a little nightlight right here come here bean Oh, that is a nightlight. Her cat literally has markings. That, like, he's a tuxedo cat that looks just like a little nightlight. And oh my god, like even just like Bean's eyes give such toothless energy. I think I know. it's because well, Toothless is designed fact, after... Toothless, oh. shut up, is designed after... <laughs> after a cat. Bean, come here. This is... This is Yo, yo episode. 
Oh, take yeah, your bro. crown, take your mic, queen. Um, <laughs> I told Kaylin, I watched this movie the first time in theaters with my dad. My dad used to take us to the movies all the time. So I watched this one with my dad and my brothers. And I remember sitting in the theaters watching it. And I think I saw all the other ones in theaters, too. I could be making it up, but I remember, like, being in theaters watching this movie for the first time. Well, if you wanted to know more reasons why they were designed after cats, because Toothless's actual design, like, his drawing was designed after, a, like, a black cat. But uh, the dragons, in general, had behaviors of cats. Like, uh, they don't trust you. Like, they're not like dogs, you know? They're not, like, whores. Like, you they have like, to actually uh... get to know them. <laughs> Like, gotta earn their consent is a thing. Yeah, it's not that they hate you, they just don't care for you until you give them a reason to, right? And I, I understand that. Like They like I don't fish? Know you. They yeah. like chin scritches? But they're, but they're, I know, but they're afraid of eels, I think, or there's a specific kind of fish that they did not like. Yeah, it was um, the eels. And like, they liked the, like, the cat grass, which I thought, it's not cat grass in the movie, but it looked like cat grass, so I thought it was really funny how they liked the cat grass, like catnip or something. Um, and I just like their behavior where they, like, want to be around you, but they could o totally go fly off and do their own thing, like how cats go on little journeys around the house by themselves. And they're, like, not even thinking about you. They're like, I'm in Mordor right now. Yeah, I guess for listeners out there who, like, have never really given cats a true chance, and I'm not talking about, like, maybe a cat you know at your grandma's house who's just always on, like, the defense and, like, might let you pet him and purr, but, like, if you have, like, a real... <clears throat> trusting relationship with a cat like I thought I knew cats well enough because I'd been around them enough but like I never really had a cat till I met Kenzie and like it's a different kind of bond that like I've always been a dog person but now I can't say that like I'm just a dog person now because I understand what that's like it's totally different if you have an, a bad impression of cats like I feel like if you have a bad impression of cats you don't really know them mm -hmm. so great points though Kaylin because I love cats and I will always advocate for cats um, what, tell me what each one of you guys thought about, like, the difference between Hiccup and the people around him. Like, did you like other characters? Did you not like them for certain reasons? And then how did you feel about, like, the complete abstract point of view of Hiccup and how he was? I raised my hand first, Mariah. Yes, Mariah? <laughs> Just kidding. You're literally lying. How would I know if you hung, if you hung your hand up first? <laughs> Camera's off. You can't. Anyway, yeah. So you've never you've never raised your hand ever during the recording. I don't want to hear it. Yes, I have. I have. Anyway, Kinsey has. Yeah, Kinsey has. You're right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I see no hand raised, Kaylin. This is my when raised. she raises her hand. I got my uh, finger raised. <laughs> that's me as a child. Like... I'm literally like me. Pick me. I know the answer. I know. <laughs> Girl, I remember oh, the nah, teacher would purposely not pick you if questions. you if you were too obnoxious raising your hand. The teacher would not pick you. They'd be like, "Shut the fuck up, yeah, child." It, it's either it's either they were like hating me and they're like, "Mariah, shut up," or they were like, "Mariah, I know you know the answer. Let someone else answer." And I'd be like, "Dang it!" Dang Which it. I can't hope that everybody else is stupid and I'm not. Yeah. So, <laughs> which goes into the character I was going to talk about um, when they were training to you know be the best dragon killer out there. The one motherfucker that knew every single word about every single dragon ever. Oh, I love him. Listen, I'm not saying that would be me. But, <laughs> but I feel like that would be me. If all three of us were like told that we had to be trained to fight a dragon, I'd be like, okay, if I know everything I can about these dragons, I will be prepared to fight them. You're like the Gronkle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just be like, yeah, that dragon does this, this, and this, and here's the facts. Which I would argue in the same sense as I would be like Hiccup in the sense of like how he was understanding and adding on to the educational facts of the dragons. I think That's I would also nice. be doing that. I'd be like, yeah, the book said this, this, and this, but during my own research, I had taken note that this was not included, and I wanted to know. I'd be like, hey, Mr. Instructor, I didn't I didn't see anything about this dragon or about this part of the dragon. He'd be like, Mariah, now is not the time for this. Yeah, so I love the way you just explained that. His name's Fish Legs. I didn't. I don't remember all their names because I haven't yeah. like, you know. It doesn't matter. I They're easy like enough to describe. I'd be yeah. like him, but more curious. I'd be like, so I read everything there is to know, and I also have some questions of my own. And they'd be like, Mariah, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Honestly, I although my Virgo Moon feels like hiccup, I feel like I'd be Snotlout because he walks up in that bitch. He's the one with. He's like shorter with brown hair. The one who's not one of the twins. On the girl. Yeah, the he's one the, that like yeah. is the hot one. 
Like, you know how he pulls up and he's like, yeah, I could fight a dragon. And he goes and yeah. tries to hit it and gets, like, whacked, like, real bad. He literally but, like, was like, let me show off real quick. And then he'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, that, that'd be me. Um, your question was um, how you feel about the other people around Hiccup in comparison to him. And I like how the movie, like, there's not really a villain, if you want to call the, the bad queen dragon at the end a villain. But, like, even that's just acting based off of, like, natural instincts. But, like... The town is just ignorant, and I think that what's cool about the writers is they gave room for them to also expand their minds, so when Hiccup finally started even changing their minds about him and dragons, I could see them opening up and being less, like, high school bullies and more of, like, this man's kind of got some points, and I like that they all had room to grow as people, so when you watch the next movies, like, you know, you can see where they expand on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It made me, like, I don't know if it's because, like, I feel like I really resonate with Hiccup, but, like, Seeing how he was surrounded by so many people. First of all, he's on an island, so he doesn't know if there's any other p fucking place he can go. But he's surrounded by people who, like, viscerally hate dragons. And he doesn't know why he just doesn't care to kill dragons, you know, before he meets Toothless. Um, but he's just like, just imagine being that one person, like that drop of water in an ocean of people who do not feel the same way that you do. And I feel mm -hmm. like something about my 13-year-old self, I felt very similar around my family and around all the stuff that they believed, which is a whole different conversation. Whole other podcast. Like, yeah. I, I, like I was just going to say, I think that's why, Kinsey. I think you grew up in a household like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I so feel... for me, I feel like I really empathize with him. I actually get really sad every time I watch it when I see yeah. how he struggled with the people around him and just how like lonely he felt. And, like, that would drive anybody crazy. Like, when, when do you know if it will end? And he was actively trying to change himself to try to, like, mm -hmm. be accepted, even though he was so unhappy doing it. And I was like, damn, girl. I know. What it I really resonates like with me, too, coming from small-town Mississippi as well. I get yeah, it. Yeah, bro, that southern life. Southern life. Um, what I did like about the characters is I like how – I know they were all fighting to, like, be the one dragon killer. But what I liked is that they all had their, like – own approach to how they were going to be the best and none of them were inherently wrong like the one guy was like well if i'm just like the best of the best and like the strongest buffest guy i could beat them all and the other guy's like if i know all the information then i could do it and the twins were like if we work together we can do it like all of them had their own like approach to being this dragon killer mm -hmm. and i mean aside from obviously Good character said, design they had no reason to kill them or whatever but all of them just had different approaches that weren't technically wrong yeah, and I always liked watching them fight the dragons to see how they did it, just because, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want the dragons to die, but I'm just saying it was entertaining to see how they would physically approach it with their, yeah. um, you know, ways of thinking their about strength. it. Um, mm -hmm. What did you guys think about Hiccup's interaction with Toothless? Like, what, compared to, like, the first time you watched it and when you watch it now, like, do you feel like it's like kind of a cinematic oh moment in history, like in movies, of like how they bring these two worlds together that Girl. are like so far apart? You can't go back to the first time. Like it, the post-credit depression is real with this one because I remember being in the theaters and feeling so like very suspenseful. Like first of all, when he shot it down, and second of all, like you know what he was gonna do when it was still alive, and then like every phase of the movie where he would go and visit Toothless, like. I was just, like, on the edge of my seat every time, and it was so endearing watching the trust grow. Like, I, oh, I get chills every time. Now when you watch it, you know what's going to happen, but, like, when you were a kid watching it, you're just like, this poor little dragon's hurt, and, like, please just trust Hiccup. He's not going to hurt you, but the dragon doesn't know any better because he's only ever met bad people, but this one's good. I, like, yeah, literally music, watching, like, a... The music's, like, hardcore during that montage, too. Like, yeah. to, like, amp up your feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. Great fucking, I don't like, remember any of the other movies. So that's right. We're not here for those ones yet. Toothless is, as far as I know, the only dragon of his kind that exists. And he's, he's like the last super one. rare. How come they have no information about him? Because didn't you read the book? The book said like they're so fucking fast and deadly and sh like fucking shadow that like, yeah. like yeah. And, and nobody's lived to tell, yeah, tell oh, the yeah. tale. He's the so only fast. one. I don't understand how they never, within the thousands of years, have any information on him. Ever. No, that's what, no, well, that's what we're saying. Well, when you watch the other movies, you'll find out where the other ones are, if there are any, or if there aren't. Like, you'll know more about that. I haven't seen the third one I, at all. I know that there's a girl. 
Well, we know. But that she's not a night fury. She's a light fury. Got it. Not the same thing. It's like I a didn't sub know species. That. Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> 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 yeah, that could be a TikTok. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't okay. know yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's because if they're that hard to, like, if they're that rare and that fast, you have no information about them, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was funny that, like, I didn't know he was the only one, at, and that's yeah. why they had no information on him. Um, there's, like, there's history as to what happened to the other ones, or if they're still around, or if they're just hidden oh or whatever. God. But you don't know that till the new movies. So, like, the first movie, based off of whatever the fuck the island of Burke knows, like, whether... I don't know. I don't think they had a lot of, like, experience or written down recorded history of what a, a Night Fury is. Like, I think they came into contact with the Night Fury only a few times, and they've never seen any other ones. So... They're like, fuck, like, either there's a ton of them and they're just really fast, or there's one of them, and it's this bitch that keeps fucking terrorizing our ass. Um, but the point is, whoever, whenever somebody tries to pop up and, like, fuck with Toothless, they don't, like, survive. So they're like... Yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> they're like, please don't, <laughs> like, leave... And you know me. You guys know me, my, you know, Scorpio-loving ass, scary-loving ass. Like, when I saw a dragon that apparently is so cool and so rare and so dangerous, I was like... I was like, stop it! Like, I'm not afraid. Like, I want I want to meet Toothless, it's, you know? It's ticking your Torah and Phantom boxes, I can see over there your face. Not that I'm in Not sexually, toothless. I'm just saying, I'm saying mysterious. Like, I'm like, whoa, they what a mysterious, in the fourth house. magical beast. Like, I'm already <laughs> the dragon girl. Like, I love dragons. So when I, like, the level of rarity and coolness and awesomeness that he was, I was like, this is amazing. But, and I, I liked how his page had no information things. on him. It's like a box that's like locked away. Like you don't, no one knows until they get to know you, and then you're like, "Come here, do you want to see my, do you want to see my secret box?" And you're like, "Phantom of the Opera, dragons, <laughs> men, specifically Sasuke. one of a kind, rare, mm -hmm. dangerous Tall, dragons, dark hair, mysterious men, dominant, <laughs> mysterious women, and they're all in this little box that no one really gets into. They don't get into until they get to know me, and they yeah. have to get like to Kinsey. know me. Hmm? Kinsey, Legless." Aragorn, Gimli, Gandalf. What's your type? Legless. We're talking about toothless. No, no, no. Shush. Answer. Aragorn. Okay, just checking. Yeah, ticks the box. Clearly. Um, the the Black Rider. What? Aragorn goes by a bunch of different mysterious names, and like his whole secret is that like he's the king. You know. Vampire Hunter D. Vampire Hunter Dick. Anyways. Yeah, so Toothless was, like, his design was cool. His Obviously, his lore is super rare and cool. And you know how I am about that, guys. So I was like, this is amazing. I love this. And the like we said just now, with the moment where he meets him, like, they had me scared. Like, when he mm -hmm. finds him and he opens his eye and shit, they had me frightened. Now, when Toothless actually got up to, like, kind of run away, to be honest, I was not afraid of him because they made him soft and squishy looking. So, like, from the angle from which he was laying down and he was like, Meh, you know, like, I was scared then. Because he kind of looked like a shark. But once he got up and you see his little cat face, even though he had his little slit eyes, I was like, nah, you're a cutie. They right? were dilating, though. I was like, I was like, you know, I'm not afraid of you anymore. So, yeah, when I have kids. The only cute dragon. Hold on. When you have kids, you cannot show them this movie too young because they're not going to understand that moment. Like, you literally have to wait till they get at least age 10, 12. Because if you start putting this in front of them just when they can, like, comprehend, you know, shapes and colors on TVs, you're going to ruin that moment. Um, yeah. Why is he the only cute one? That's uh, opinion-based. You don't know yeah, if somebody you know else thinks the Gronkle's scary. cute. Um, yeah, but, like, like, they weren't, like, ugly, but, like, he came in with this cute, this cute vibe, and and then the other ones had spikes and funny faces, and and I didn't like it. I feel like it, it would have been different if the other dragons were cute too. Good points. Kinsey brought her fucking action figure out, listeners. To fucking I also have the cool ass pop version yeah, the pop. of Tuesday. Bro, do you see the ninja wife? Did you see the ninja yeah, you've been like sending it. them to me, but his Ninroid, they, why do they make him a little weird? Like, well, thing, I know he's supposed to be chibi proportion, yeah. but, like, they fucked it up a little I bit. I think it's hard for Ninroid to bite. take... I would argue almost every time they make Western media into an Android, it does come off a little different. 
Yeah. I think you should you buy know, it anyway. This, this, look at this. This is emo Kinsey. Like, look at these wings. Like, I'm afraid. Like, meow. You know. Mm -hmm. Are you guys wings. getting the Zelda ones? No. What did you say? Okay, uh, I was just saying Princess Zelda's wing? like five, six hundred dollars. I don't know. This one, he's completely fine. He's not broken. Oh, um, yeah, Kaylin, I'm not, I'm not buying those other ones. They did just get re-released. I just don't personally want them. I gotta get those banana fish ones first. <sighs> All right, back on the questions of my favorite. You didn't answer, movie. Kinsey. Are you getting it? Yes what? or no? Yeah, yeah. The I'm gonna get the oh wait, the other ones? Yeah. yeah, I'll try to, because okay. I really want them. Um, so anyways, so yeah, he's amazing. They meet him. The montage is honestly like, considering I'm a hopeless romantic. Um, and this has nothing to do with romance when he's actually meeting Toothless. Like, this is one of my favorite montages in movies, and it doesn't have anything to do with romance, you know? So, But I think it's just, like, the patience and, like, building trust. Like, it's real kind, like, I think that's the whole point of Hiccup's character and, like, his contrasting personality with, like, a Viking village that is used to, like, very much forcing their ways into, like, whatever they want. Like, it gives it off, like, if they were to even try and tame an animal, it would be rodeo style. Like, lasso and fucking, like, by force. Mm -hmm. Now, when he finally started, like, flying on, um... Oh, on my Netflix, God. This is, like, the scene in the movie that, like, I know Kaylin sees me, like, sweat when Toothless is about to drown, but I'm also saying, like, during this scene where he learns how to fly on Toothless's back for the first time and they're in the sky and they have the most famous ever, like, um, tr soundtrack from the damn mm -hmm. whole series. Like, uh, I forget what it's called. I'll get I'm my flute out and play it. It's called, uh, Test Flight. That, okay, I was like, it's called right Test now. Something. Girl, I, I love this song, too, and the whole scene is amazing, too. It's so good, and they, they hype you up so fucking much in that damn scene. And this clouds, like, first of all, Burke is just some damn island. Like, it's just an island in the middle of the ocean. How did they make a wide-ass, vast ocean scene look so, like, fantasy? Like, I'm in a world where dragons actually exist. Like, there's just clouds and water and stuff, but, like, the way they did it, I was like, I want to be there. I want to go to there. I want to be on Toothless right now, flying away from my family because I cannot stand them. <laughs> like, I wanted it so bad. And you put me in any other movie with this, like, the same kind of ocean scene, but I'm not on Toothless. Like, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't also, feel the same. you can see, like, um, when he's putting the equipment on Toothless, I love the part where Toothless is, like, feeling this, like, ability to fly again. And then he starts, like, feeling basically like um his freedom come back like holy shit i think did, i can fly again like when you guys were watching it did you feel like toothless the entire time reminded you of bean because when yes. i watched the movie the way that toothless like, cat. yeah the way that toothless just acts yeah in like his personality of how he likes to test hiccup and stuff that moment you just said where he's like and he knew he was like free and he was getting excited to move. Reminded me so much of Bean and Bean's mm -hmm. personality. I like, mean, I well, did love me immediately, but uh, other than that, yes, he gives very much Bean vibes. Like, let me test the water before yeah, I like, come spoke on your lap. He's a spunky um, little guy. I think for me, it's the other way around. When I met Bean, I was like, this is a dragon. I have always called Bean a little pseudo dragon. And maybe it is because, like, we grew up watching How to Train Your Dragon and the dragons act like cats. But, like, I think of, like, if you guys know what a pseudo dragon is, like, this mini dragon that, like, you know, it's basically like your familiar. Like, that's straight up Bean, the way he acts mm -hmm. and, like, bounces around. Yeah, he does. I feel like he... The way his spine is and the way he moves reminds me a lot of a little pseudo dragon. And I know cats in general have like really fluid movements, but like you watch Chowder walk around, and he looks like he's stomping. Like a fucking like, stompy lion. Like, and I, there's a lot of cats I know that kind of like maybe they don't stomp as much as as Chowder, but like they just do their little walkie walk. But Bean, he looks like he's like a tiger kind of dragon. Like you know, he kind of he moves very very much fluidly, like that. fluidly, mm -hmm. elegantly per se. Um. Then, like... Astrid comes into he, the picture. Yeah, like, you know, he's lying to people about, like, what he's doing with Toothless, and Astrid is the only bitch that actually fucking pays attention. And, you know, he's learning so much about dragons that he's doing so well at all of the dragon events, which I think is so fucking hilarious, I love by the that way. part, too. Like, he's straight up, like, lying to everybody. Love a liar. Um, and Astrid was like, fuck no. You did not just go from being the worst one here to better than me, because she's a confident... <laughs> Ass bitch, and I I always loved that. Like she like follows his ass. He's like, like I've been training my whole life for this. This man is not just to show up and do better. 
Yeah. So she follows him. And Haiki, I was so pissed at her at 13 when she was about to run off and go tell bitches. I was like, Toothless, eat her. Eat her. Mm -hmm. Like, kill her. <laughs> like, <laughs> now I don't feel the same. But when I was 13, I was like, you really wrong for that. Because they would kill Toothless. Like, if she yeah. actually had succeeded the, and, they, and they found out, they wouldn't give a fuck. They'd kill him. Mm-hmm. And then they start flying all that stuff, and that scene's, like, really cute. And I like how Toothless has a problem with Astrid. I think it's really funny. He can tell the vibes are just ain't it. That she, you know, Mariah, when you went to that one island, and you could just tell the people there just had an air to them, and you're like, I don't think y'all fuck with me. <laughs> He's like, is it, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And, like, Toothless started flying at such a harsh degree, and she honestly looked like she was going to fall off. I was like damn toothless you like real spicy for that um but anyways let's just fast forward to um like towards the end when toothless when he gets has to captured. kill a dragon well yeah i guess i was going further than that when he has to kill a dragon and well that, that part's a good thing. scene like because that's like the reveal as well as like you know I loved when Toothless came to the rescue. Like, he could hear fucking shit going on. And that running. Like, when he, when he jumped out of there, like, the claws, like, the animation. He's, like, climbing out of this pit to go save his human. And he didn't care. Like, he's supposed to be this mysterious shadow beast. And he's like, I don't care. In front of everybody. I will save my human. Girl, Kayla, why is he <laughs> describing everything perfectly? He's literally. worked up here. He's like, get out of here. Kinsey said, did you watch the movie? I said, no, I remember it word for word. Oh, my God. No, for real, like, obviously, I have a... I, I don't know. I hope my view, the viewers don't think, like, why is Kinsey keep, like, referring back to, like, dark men that she likes? Like, this is not a romance. I know. I'm not... I'm not We're talking about chemistry, Toothless. not romance. I'm talking about the loyalty. Okay? The loyalty that Toothless has to Hiccup and how he was painted out to be this creature who didn't like anybody which essentially he didn't he had trust issues but that doesn't mean he wasn't capable of it and when he finds hiccup and they're like two peas in a pod best friends just like one another and he defends him so fiercely like i i'm sweating at this point in the movie i'm like he loves him <laughs> like that's true friend mm -hmm. love like you know family love i was like it just gets my heart racing i'm like girl oh a movie God. like that doesn't come like every year in theaters because you watch shit and it's bland as fuck or they rush past all the montages or the montages too all quick, the trust or just building like, my just, slow burn slow burn yes like to see how, where it went from like this like you know i almost killed this dragon like dug a knife into its heart to befriending it and the dragon now loves me and it's saving my life yes yes it doesn't come yeah. every day also autistic people specifically women are very sensitive to animals like well-being and emotions so anytime throughout this movie when they're like pushing toothless down and shoving his head in the ground all that stuff i tear up still to this day as a 24 year old and i'm not talking about like oh i feel so bad for toothless no i'm sweating i'm breathing heavily <laughs> y'all she's not I'm joking tearing up and i'm like i'm autistic this this animal is not real but in the movie <laughs> it feels real to me it's real to me and i get really upset and I don't like watching when he the listeners think like you're that. being dramatic. I watched this movie next to Kinsey, and like I've I've sat next to performers where like when you're watching the movie, they're like, you know, oh my god, this movie's crazy. But like I'm just looking over at Kinsey, and she's shaking like straight up <laughs> silently watching this film. I'm like, also that's me like uh, masking, super I'm, like, hyper focused on this fucking movie. <laughs> I'm like. I'm going through it, and I gotta make sure Kaylin can't see me. I was like, I'm probably masking enough. And then she looks over, and I'm like. <laughs> hey, listen. I always apparently, say stand. Apparently, it wasn't enough. I always say stand users attract stand users. <laughs> stand users attract stand users. I can see right through you. Yeah. So then, the stupid father Stoic says, "Let's go." <laughs> Stoic. Let's go get the the dragon nest. And they get on the boats and they say, "Fuck you, Hiccup. You're staying here." And. Um, they take Toothless into in the horse like weird thing holding him down, which also makes me sweat and cry. And <laughs> they swim over to the nest, and Toothless being I'm, <laughs> Hiccup being the cool person he is, 
pops over on different dragons because he knows how to train other dragons because he's a genius and he's an engineer and an artist and an all-around icon. An autistic, icon, probably. An autistic icon. And his friends are like, fuck, you know, we're sorry, we'll help you. And they jump on them dragons and they fly over there. And straight up, Toothless almost dies because Stoic didn't know what he was fucking with when a big-ass, queen-ass dragon pulls up and starts fucking shit up and you know they're like throwing fire and all that stuff and um fire gets on the boat and it starts burning up and toothless is going to drown because he's falling in the water but he's attached (laughs) but he's attached to like the wooden horse thing and he's like literally standing position like this being stunk into the water and i was (laughs) freaking out i was like First, y'all beat up my man. You take him somewhere he don't want to go. He's nonverbal. He doesn't know anybody on this boat. Mm-hmm. And then you let him drown. Yeah. Also, Mariah went to pee. Just heads up. Oh, my God. I was literally getting... I'm worked up right now. I can't believe she <laughs> would do that. Commercial break. Da, 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 da. Wait. Um. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Did you know you could save I'm on trying home to and auto? Drive. I'm, try- I'm trying oh. to see. You're doing drive. it wrong. I'll go get my flute while Mariah peace. Just Do kidding. you know the song? Hold on, I'll be right back. Just, I have to pee bad. Oh my god. Sorry about that. It was an emergency. I've decided I'm quitting the podcast. Why? Because how dare you interrupt me. I really didn't want to, but I'm going to be honest, I thought I was about to shit my pants. Anyways, what I was saying before Mariah interrupted me was that as an autistic child, an autistic adult, the scene where he's about to die, like, I was already getting amped up. Like, they they beat the shit out of him in that little dragon citadel place, and then they dragged him alone without hiccups, so he's already lonely, doesn't know where he's at, and then he's going to drown to death. Like... That was too much for my little heart, and I could not take it. And that's usually when I sweat the most in the movie, is when he's about to die. And Stoic actually was being nice and decided to jump down and free my man's Toothless. So Toothless popped out, and Hiccup could jump on Toothless, and they started fighting the Queen Dragon, right? So this is where I get heat amped up, but excitedly. In an autistic way. So, like, I'm sweating, but from excitement. And, like, the flying and all that stuff is all dramatic and intense and, like, up and down and left and right. And I'm just like, hell yeah, okay? But what did you guys think about the climax of the movie when he's falling off of Toothless to his death? I think every climax to every movie when there's lots of stuff happening... Sometimes my brain goes into a stasis mode where um, I get so overstimulated that everything becomes a little bit muted, and that's how I felt the first time I watched it. But obviously, you know, it was cool, but that's just the truth of how every movie is. It was cool. Um, Whenever I watch movies like that, even at the younger age that I was... um, I, I, whenever they try to have dramatic scenes where someone was going to die, I always just go, they're not going to die. Every yeah, time. Like, they're the I main was, character. Even when I was See, 10, 11, 12, like, I was like, they're not going to die. They're not going to kill anyone off. I hate y'all. I, really I tell do. myself like, that now, and then they really kill people off. And I'm like, fuck. I know, Squid Games. Um. <laughs> okay, fuck you guys. Because I knew they'd be okay. But the thing is, I... Like, it's for this movie specifically, I empathetically am sitting there feeling like to of tick up as I'm falling, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, I felt like I was falling, and I like the idea of falling from that height and not knowing if Toothless was gonna save me because he needs me to help his ass fly. Like, I was just putting myself in like that kind of situation. I'm also afraid of heights, so like, it I was really scared, even though I knew they'd be okay. Um, it's like my logic was three steps ahead of me while my emotions are were sitting three steps back, still afraid, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So even I mean, now what was when I watched sad it, was when he lost a leg, I'm like, that was like real for me. I was like, that's real. People really, that really happened. Lose legs. Like, <laughs> not me now. Like, 
10-year-old me watching it, I was like, he has to live his life for the rest of his life without a leg. You know, for DreamWorks, that was pretty intense. Like, that's... Yeah. I, mean, I feel like DreamWorks does do, like, more serious stories or at least serious things than, like, Disney or Pixar, which I know they're all kind of owned by the same people. But when they straight up cut Hiccup's leg off, I was like... No remorse. No remorse. Like, it's not coming back. He can't yeah. grow it back. I actually was mad when I first watched the movie at 13. I was like, are you serious? Are you going to take my man's leg after he just, like, straight up, like, fought against a cult of people who want to kill dragons all the time? And he had to find who out who he was, but he still lost his leg at the end of it? Like, it felt, at the time, it felt it, very, it felt like, like he not fair. Journal journey for no reward. Yeah, I was like... like what the fuck? Is this karma? I was like, my man would apologize. Yeah. <laughs> why'd you get his leg off? <laughs> I said, why'd he deserve that? What'd he do? why say fuck me for? Like, that's how I felt. <laughs> I was so upset. Why'd say now, fuck me for? Now when I see his little fucked up leg, <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> I think it's really cool. He's got that yeah, little, like... I don't know, a little, like, mechanical... Yeah, the parallels of, like, Hiccup building all this stuff and being so smart that he is to see him be able to now put that to his own body. And let's be honest, that man ain't ever going in the battlefield. He ain't meant to be out there. (laughs) Unless he's on a dragon. Well, I don't know. You'd have to watch the next movies to decide how you feel about that. He's meant to be the guy that does stuff like that and builds stuff and figures stuff out and more than his dad, who's 800 times the size of him. What did you guys think about Stoic? Who's that? I actually love his character. His father. Obviously. I think every parent in every like story, nine times out of ten, if not nine point nine times out of ten, are usually in a state of some sort of stubbornness and set in their ways. And I think for just a cartoon parent that, like, there's lots of cartoon parents that I don't care for. They're either boring. I don't care about them. He's really fucking cool. Like, I think he, overall, I love his character design. I love his voice. I love how, like, even though his name is Stoic, he is Stoic. And I know it's supposed to be, like, the stereotypical Viking uh, guy, but it's not that I hate him. I don't hate him at all. I think he's really cool. He reminds me of Colin. I was thinking the same thing. Um, the thing I liked about his dad is that, yeah, he wasn't, like, a bad dad. At the end of the day, all he wanted was for his son to basically be able to survive in the world that they lived in. He wanted to be proud of him, and he wanted to be like, wow, son, you really put in so much work, and you're really achieving yep. greatness in this life. You know, at the end of the day, he wasn't trying to, like, harm him or push him to do anything. Like, he only knew one type of way, and he was like, I just want you to be okay. Basically. You know, y'all better than me, because when I first watched the movie... I did not like Stoic. I was like, you don't let Hiccup finish his sentences. You don't even ask him how he's feeling. You just tell him what to do. And you only care about his well-being through the lens of what you think is his well-being. But how would you ever know what he needs if you never ask him? So, like, (laughs) I had beef with Stoic when I watched the movie. The issue is, is I thought he was really cool to everyone else. I was like, you're a vibe with everyone else but your son. I, like... But I like yeah, him I get now. the card when like all he all they know is we are Vikings, we live here, and the dragons come and attack us, and we need to kill the dragons. And he was like, "My son is not going to live in this world if we continue living in the world we live in." Yeah, but Hiccup's shy, and like if you really watch the movie, his father never even really lets him talk. I was yeah. just like, "Is Hiccup an accessory or a person?" <laughs> You'll see next episode. Where's his mom? First of all, Kaylin, you shouldn't say that because yeah, because they said she was that's dead. That's a fucking spoiler. In the movie. Yeah, but it could be a flashback of what happened to her. Doesn't matter. You said you'll see her. You know how my brain works. I said you'll see in the next. I did not say her. You know how my brain works. You know I put two and two together. Yeah, Mari's not dumb. She literally predicts every fucking thing we watch. Sorry, I thought that, like, how there's a girl dragon wasn't a spoiler because it was. No, because it's all over the trailers. Like, how when that movie came out, it was all over the trailers. So. Well, Technically, like Mariah could marketing. have spoiled that there was a girl dragon actually, in theory. Actually, so. but the girl the dragon did like movie, all the marketing. In the second movie, they do not tell you about Hiccup's mother whatsoever. I and I remember the trailer. They show you this other person who I will not say who they are. That you don't get to know anything <laughs> about her, the mother. Why are you laughing? You don't. I, I'm not gonna say who they are. <laughs> 
along with it, I could have at least like confused her, like giving her too no, many. it was not Shut good. <laughs> giving her too many smells to differentiate between. Like, oh shit, there's another person. Who could they be? Maybe it's the mom. Maybe it's not. But you ruined it. Clearly, it's Raya. It's the mother. In the trailer, I just found this. I hate you. In the trailer, there's a weird masked person. And you don't get to know who they are till you watch the movie, and it's his fucking mom. All right? When you watch the movie, she takes it off. It's the mom. Bing bong boom. Kaylin ruined it for you. But okay. Yeah. I guess I won't tell you where the mom's doing or what she's doing, because then you can watch the movie and find out for yourself. Maybe she's okay. evil. Maybe she doesn't love Stoke anymore. Can I have the floor? Please. Why? Um, I have prepared a song. Uh, if it's on the flute, I don't want to hear it right now. I have prepared a song. You can, I have a question. You can mute me. I have a question. What? Yeah? If I mute you, I mute you for everyone, so I can't do that. Uh, Kenzie, did you watch the TV show that they made? I tried to, and it was very bad. Oh, okay, I was just wondering. It was. Is, I was so attached to the quality of an animated style that... Yeah. I honestly wouldn't have even minded if they just made the show, like, 2D, but, like, since it was a 3D show and it had not enough textures or anything, like, compared to the movie, my autistic ass was like, you, you've you taken me out of the universe. Like, I feel like I'm watching Jimmy Neutron, like, Jimmy Neutron yeah. level, like, animations, but put How to Train Your Dragon in it. Like, the grass... I, I always hated movie. those kinds of TV shows. That I was took, watching like, something the other day that was 2D, and then they had something animated in 3D, and it was so uncanny watching it as an adult what was it oh i was watching hercules and the fight the scene where he fights the dragon where the head keeps regrowing they like randomly cut to like a 3d animation and it just felt like so not right i know but yeah at that time there. it was like early like experimentations when i watched it when i was young i was like you know it is what it is it kind of felt like a different flavor in the movie it was kind of fun yeah but when you watch it now the flavor tastes like i don't know mayonnaise and pudding together you're like why did you do that mm -hmm. i think that a movie that they do it really well in two of them is uh beauty and the beast and tarzan and that's when they first came out they're like um 3d tarzan? modeling I mapping program. what's 3d like, you... and beauty and the beast uh the ballroom like like in tarzan and beauty and the beast when they pull out their 3d it feels so well intricated intric intricated what the fuck intricated Inter integrated integrated Grated. sorry i had a brain fart a really bad one. Oh my god it feels integrated. so well integrated that i'm like you know what even though i can slightly tell it's 3d it actually adds to the and experience. what's 3d in tarzan so i can remember i haven't the seen vines. In a while. the vine where he's like oh, jumping around yes, it yes, yes. which i by the way will talk about tarzan at some point so nobody bring it up what if Thank i wanted you. to bring up tarzan that's too bad because it's my favorite disney movie uh what if it was my favorite Disney doesn't movie. matter i thought tangled was yeah i thought tangled, tangled was your is favorite. my favorite disney princess oh that's actually mine too and it's just because she's blonde get out of here no it's not Listen, i actually highly I resonate with, with her Kimberly. story i have a gripe god forbid someone says a blonde person is attractive a blonde woman <laughs> You get attacked. You get Listen, attacked. Kenzie, boys will be boys, and Mariah and no. I are no different. <laughs> so, Mariah, did you think Astrid was hot because she was blonde? No, she was a child. Oh, oh, you're right. But, I mean, <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about when I was watching it at 13. At 13, I high-key did not think Astrid was pretty. I was like, uh, hiccup, did, you could No, she's drawn. she's not drawn to be, like, a pretty girl. I know, but I wish they would have made her a little prettier. Um, and I like petite blondes. I'm kidding. Um, just to let you know, Tangled makes me almost want to cry every time because it's so, like, uh, triggering yet healing yeah, for me. I'm playing with you. We have literally talked about how this movie reminds us of both of our mothers. So, like, shut the fuck up. It's a joke. Take it and uh, bend over. Uh. Uh. <laughs> that was her I that time. That. Thank you for my performance. Um, I know. I guess Kenzie's gonna get a private show at another date because Mariah just ruined the whole. Like, I, it's like it's like when it rains at a, a concert. You know, she just rained sorry. on my whole concert. 
So you could have yeah. just muted it, but you couldn't the handle movie, the I can't like, just mute you. The movie like ends after that, and like they all live with dragons, and they have like little cool um, engineering things so that they can t- uh, put out fires because you know they live yep. with dragons, and it's like very cool and. It's a good little ending, and we will watch the other movies, and we will review them, and we will see what you guys think about them. But overall, this is kind of me just geeking out about the movie, what I liked. I didn't really ask that many questions. Sorry. It's okay. Um, I like this Please? dragon, and I would <laughs> get so many different items of merch. I think they really kind of like. I think you should cut his tail merchandise. off. No, I think they make horrible merchandise of him. Like this is not what his face looks like head on, but I will accept it because the profile is good. And the majority of his merchandise is horrible. But god damn it, if they would just invest a little more into this creature, they could make a lot. <laughs> I know, everybody has to make their own fucking shit for it, honestly. They really ruined his build a bear, like so many things. Like, I would have this guy. There's a woman or a person, I don't know their pronouns, on the internet who made a like giant plushie that Life-size. was proportional. Um, there actually is somebody who made a life-size toothless, and I never got to see what it looked like finished. But I'm talking about somebody who made, like, a like a dog-sized toothless, and it was, like, in proportion. Like, if you scaled him down to a dog size, like, nothing was too long or too short. And she could not sell, um, pattern... She could not sell it on the internet because of, like, you know, it was copyrighted and stuff like that. And I remember trying absolutely everything I could on the internet at 13 years old to convince her to make me one so that I could buy it. I even made a GoFundMe page so that I could afford to buy it. Nobody <laughs> Not you no. harassing artists to do what you want them to. And, and, and nobody gave me money towards it. To this day, I still really want one, and I would sleep with it every night if I got one. Kaylin won't crochet me one because she doesn't love me. Um, you already have a chowder hat in the queue, and that's it's about still all not I can done right now. It's not. Yeah, not I have things in the queue. If you guys want all me this to pl- talent in the world, and it's going to waste. If you guys want me to play my concert at a later date, please spam the Instagram and Twitter account and make sure to be extra mean to Mariah about it first. <laughs> not being yeah. able to handle the be you know art handles the social media. Hey, play the Naruto one right now. Can you can you can you can you call us out of the pod? Is it time? I thought yeah, we were having we've, a good time. We've reached the end of the film. Alright, who's wow. showing something that was next? No, it's no, no, Mariah's no, no. turn. Hey, Mariah. No, no, Mariah, no, no, what are you showing? No, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, no, Would no. you guys share it? Um, yes! I would share this with, like, uh, a younger child that would like it. Yes, I would. Mariah's real fake for that. She's real Not with a young, but, like, I won't think I would share with another t- mid-20-year-old. That's wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. If I sat one of my the story is compelling down and was like, "Hey, let's watch a film," they'd be like, "Sure, what do you want to watch?" And I put on How to Train Your Dragon, they'd be like, "Mariah, what are you doing?" Because it's not for everyone our age. Well, for that we take have to skip back. your turn this week. It's my turn now. <laughs> Watching number two. Just kidding. <laughs> take me back to 2012, 2011, when I was 13 years old and I was on Tumblr only looking up Percy Jackson and How to Train Your Dragon fan art. And I was happy. I didn't have to pay <laughs> yeah. any bills. Yeah, that is true. We didn't have freedom then, but we did have happiness. We, and it might have only lived in our imagination. We had, we had our version of freedom. Yeah, we did. It was called this Maladaptive media. Daydreaming. I had, un- called- I had uncooked tacos, Percy Jackson, How to Train Your Dragon, Honestly, in my iPod. What Kim is describing right now is and fanfiction. how depression was created. Yeah, like, from all of our collective of depression is that escapism from finding that media that you sit in after you've consumed it. I straight Girl, up yeah. would pretend just like the way Mariah talks about her shows and stuff. I pretend like I was there. I'd have maladaptive daydreams. Either I was Hiccup or I was there hanging out with them, going on these dragons. Yes, I let me tell you the main story. Let me tell you what three main things I did that with, and it's hard to cover on the podcast. One of the number ones is Twilight Motherfucking Princess. And yes, I was Link in the, the daydreams. Yeah, because she um, wanted to get with the princess. Inuyasha, and I was a new member. I wasn't any of this particular characters, but I was yes. with Koga. Yes. And I was on the fellowship in Lord of the Rings, and Legolas and I were also together. 
Why are we all the same? Because like Listen, there are certain Yasha, fandoms. I was myself, and I was a yep. part of the love story. There are certain yeah, fandoms you're just where an added character. I'm either an added character or I am the main character or whatever character I like in it, right? And I still do it to this day. Yep. Um, next week, I'm bringing back High School Musical 2 because I said that we would finish the trilogy for Kaylin. Yay! High School Musical 2. So get ready to, you know, sing and dance. And this time, Zac Efron will actually be participating. So excited. I'm so excited to see Kaylin's <laughs> reviews. It's honestly the best. So we'll see where this one ranks, you know, in comparison. I'll pull out my S tier list back out. Yeah, Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, Kaylin, what do you need to share with us? <laughs>